0: Welcome to the idiot the- entertainment extravaganza, only on GamingUncensored.com. E4. Hey, what is up? Welcome to episode three of E4 2023. This is going to be our episode talking about uh, Xbox and their uh, game showcase and the Starfield Direct, kind of all things Xbox and Bethesda uh, there together. Of course, I'm Tommy Jamie, Jamie sitting over there. How are you doing, dude?
1: I am I'm good. I'm good. I uh I, I love this week. If this yes. if this could be our reality, I would be so happy. You,
0: yeah. I, you,
1: you know it's a different week when when uh when you see me a text and ask if I'm good to go for a certain time. And no. and, and I ask Jennifer if we have anything and she says no. <laughs> And uh, and then she says, "Why?" And I go, "Because Tommy and I are gonna have some fun." And she was like, "You just did that." Yes, I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of the point."
0: That is that is the so, point of this week. And honestly, I you know I miss e three in so far as like I like e three, but uh, we're we're getting the content like we always, yeah. you know, like it's very little difference other than the fact that we won't have a nintendo direct tomorrow that's like the one thing that's missing out of what would typically be e3 week right, right. Is that there's not a nintendo but we haven't had sony at e3 for several years at this point we got microsoft we had ubisoft today we had a pc gaming show i haven't watched any of those by the way we've got some catch it yeah we've got <laughs> a lot of stuff uh but we're getting the content and and again we've got stuff to talk about here. So we're going to do that before we do that really quick. Uh, thanks to the Patreon guy guys, Cabbage, Jose, Nark, Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, Luik, and Logan, uh, officially now, uh, a part of that list, uh, as well. Uh, thank you guys for your support. I will mention. We did watch the Xbox and Starfield uh, event together, and we recorded that, and it is live on the Patreon. You can go over there and check that out. If you would like to support us on Patreon, go by GamingUncensored.com. Click that Become a Patron link there uh, to support us, and here are our thoughts of uh, watching it live together, because we had lots of thoughts.
1: With a little girl for yes, about the last half good hour.
0: chunk, uh-huh. which I, I apologize for. Some of the awkwardness in there, but it was a good time. It was. It was a lot of fun. Wait, when your five-year-old daughter comes and sits on your lap to watch video game press conferences, you don't say no. So
1: <laughs> Did you like what I did to her when she said, can you see that? You know what's going on? And now it's doing this. Now it's doing this. Yeah.
0: Shut up, she says. <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, she is a lot. Uh, Which is great. Uh, I like having a daughter. That's a lot. But she is a lot. So anyway, if you would like to uh, uh, sit through all of that with us, uh, you are more than welcome to uh, support us on Patreon uh, to do that. And so far, that video hasn't been flagged. If you go back to watch the uh, Summer Game Fest video. If it's not working, which I think it's still not working, we got busted by NBC, and then they removed that, and then Viacom got it. I don't know what Viacom was mad about, but Viacom was mad about something and got us, too. And right? Something. There is a link there that you can watch the video still. Um, it's not nearly as sleek, but it works. Uh, so if you want to watch the Summer Game Fest uh, of us watching that, it's available, too. Just look for that link in the comments.
1: I do hope we are doing uh, several of the other shows for Patreon as well because I'm going to be honest. Uh, I worked a ton today, as I know you did.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, You
1: you had stuff going on. Look at that. I wish I had
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. sort the Patreon people watching this. Uh, I do have that that looks really nice on camera. Yes, I, it does. I have to show you this glass. I'm sorry, this is this is terrible podcasting content, but I just realized I've never shown Jamie uh this glass before. This is my favorite bourbon glass. I've got a little bit of bourbon. I've got really fittingly so, not quite where this is from. But I've got this glass and there's mountains in it. Uh and so uh my wife for Father's Day last year bought me a nice bottle of bourbon and this glass um that is the Tetons, uh and so that. the Teton mountain range right there. In my uh, my glass of bourbon which that, is pretty cool. That
1: so. is dope. And I would I if you got me one of those, I would drop it in about three seconds.
0: I know. <laughs> yeah, that's always my fear with this. It's like I can't drink enough bourbon that I get to the point that I might drop this. So yeah. I'm pace myself in, yeah. in this fancy cup. So, Uh, and it's Breckenridge uh, uh, distillery, is where the bourbon's from. I'm drinking it. So, like, it's this very mountain themed bourbon all the way around there. So, see,
1: this is why I have to come to your house. (laughs) This is, yes, this is why we had to make a road trip because we don't have the fancy bourbon here. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Yeah, that, that, yeah. So, we usually do the show during the day. I can't be drinking bourbon, but we're doing this one at night. So, why not? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm totally jealous at this point. um So the the point I was trying to make is we we've both been working all day, and and I feel awful as a podcast host. Unless I have been watching content with you, I have seen literally nothing. Because yeah, because I'm busy. uh Me too. And, and and so I really hope we're doing more of that stuff for Patreon. Because that's the only way that we can
0: both guarantee that we're
1: going to get it done. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: This is, this is absolutely true, <laughs> which we need to do. We're moving a little bit slower with E3 this year, or with E4 this year, excuse me, than we have in the past, but we're going to get through it, so uh, bear with us over so probably the next couple of weeks to be catching up on all this stuff, because like Jamie said, we've got busyness going on this week as well. Yeah. Uh, but we're doing it. We're here. We're going to yeah. watch this stuff. We're going to talk about it, and so at this point, we've had uh, Xbox, obviously, the Summer Game Fest. We've had a PC gaming show. We've had Devolver, which I haven't watched yet. <laughs> we got to watch that. Uh, Ubisoft happened today. I've seen a little bit of the news out of that nothing major but stuff we got to talk about so we've just got tons of content and um,
1: so and i i give you
0: props sir because you're
1: still playing Zelda. i know
0: that you get a little bit in because
1: i'm i'm like (laughs) an hour behind i i noticed that you put another 45 minutes up last night and i'm still trying to catch up from the day before so, so you, you you are getting it done. Um, I am impressed with all that you have going on.
0: Yes. Uh, Zelda is going to find a way. Yes, <laughs> That's uh, that's the thing about Zelda uh, is it's so freaking good. It's going gonna, it's gonna to find a way in there. But uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So all that said, Xbox Game Showcase uh, here, uh, and we've got lots to cover both with what they showed during the showcase and then the second half, really, which was just Starfield and showed us lots of Starfield, and we'll get into uh, all of that. And so this one will probably hit a little bit more kind of uh, piece by piece because there's a lot of yep. interesting stuff in in here to talk about um uh but let's let's talk some overall kind of just impressions uh to start with um uh, generally uh what was your vibe on on xbox in in 2023
1: i feel like i'm saying this a lot every time you ask a similar question but it's kind of like man yeah i mean meh. The, yes, like, uh, this is the thing. Go ahead. I was gonna say they got some really good games in there, which we'll get to, but but it, I can't tell you what is meh about it. It's just sort of meh.
0: This this yeah, I I I think that's fair, and and the hype that I've seen online, people really love this showcase. Like it's it's gotten a lot of of positive uh uh publicity online. My problem with it, and I think this is uh, at least we talked about this a lot during the uh, the actual showcase, uh, is that there's just very little gameplay. Yeah, there's so many things that look cool, but I don't know what they are. Right, and that's you know like a a, a fun trailer. It's enough to get me interested, but it's not enough to make me play your game. And I want to know what the game is. And so we've got several of those that we're going to talk about that like the concept or the world looks interesting, but I don't know what the game is, even in the slightest. And so it's hard for me to get too excited about it. I, that I, was a big issue.
1: I'm going to, because I'm me, I'm going to go off the rails for a second and 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 just mention the fact that I that I was watching a the a review of the album four from a guy that is like hundred levels in, like he's done with the game, and something that he said that struck me, and I swear I'll get I'll get back around to the conference. Something that he said is that I've played this game up to a level one hundred, and I can honestly say. That Diablo 4 is geared for the 40 year old dad who's played games all his life and only has a couple hours at night with his one beer to play some games and have some fun. Like it's not geared for hardcore guys that played Diablo 2 and want to get owned, right? (laughs) And and so the reason that I bring that up with the Microsoft conferences. I feel like that it 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 is geared to the fifteen year old kid that looks at a trailer and goes, Ooh, "That was cool," <laughs> and, and, and and like we did when we were kids, and yeah. now we're forty and we're like, "Okay, that's cool. I, I I like that you put together this snazzy trailer, but just show me the game, like." Show me the game and let's get on with it. And that's kind of how I feel.
0: Yes, I, I exactly right. And, and this is the, like, because it wasn't like a live, you know, with an audience and all that kind of stuff, like traditional E3, how we think about it, they didn't have the developers coming out talking about the games. They didn't have somebody with a controller in their hand either actually playing or mimically playing, which we've seen plenty of both of those things at E3 past. It was just a lot of announcements, which is great. There's nothing wrong with announcements. Lots of stuff announced in here. We'll get to a bunch of it here in just a little bit. But a lot of stuff mm-hmm. announced that you don't know what it is right. It isn't coming soon. Uh, almost everything of note in this press conference was 2024. And a lot of that's not going to happen in 2024. Most of the stuff we saw was a year plus out.
1: The other thing I just realized is that it was very much designed to be clickbait. And I said something during the show I quoted mike wilbon from pti and said i hate marketing people but 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 it really was designed for for kids and social media influencers to to you know pop it online and go Ooh, isn't this good like that's that that's what i feel like they built the whole thing for
0: Yeah, I I, I think I would agree with with that, at least to a point of that there was just a lot of like, let's try to have moments that take off, you know, which again, nothing wrong with, but you got to have some other stuff in there that kind of adds substance to that. And just the presentation to me was lacking that substance. Now, on the flip side of that, we got an hour of Starfield that had all kinds of that. And so the one game that they showcased, they showcased a ton of, we'll get to that here in just a little bit. So it's kind of like, The first half was like all glitz and glamour and not, you know, a whole lot of substance. The second half was pure substance. They still had a lot of glitz and glamour, let's be honest, but was very, very substantial. So it it may be unfair to categorize the whole thing that way. But that first half, the Xbox specific showcase, lots of glitz, very little substance. So that said, let's talk about the glitz because it is fun. There's a lot of fun stuff in here, a lot of interesting stuff, starting from the very beginning with Fable. Right out of the gate. And you and I were both captivated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Be- because. Because.
1: I-, I will give them credit here. Because we've seen 18 zillion Fable trailers over the last 20 years. Like Yes. Like we've seen a lot of Fable trailers over the last 20 years. This was not like any of those. Yeah. It was like. It was like it was like what you would get if somebody actually made a really good Lord of the Rings game. Like it was, it was fanciful, it was it was like, what's this? Like yeah. it was a different way of looking at fable, and I loved it.
0: I did too. I, I really, really dug it in a way that, like I said, it wasn't expected to. I wasn't expected to come out this excited about Fable. But big caveat here, we saw no gameplay for it. I saw somebody I really like on Twitter, somebody I follow who's well known in the industry, uh, say something to the extent of, what are y'all talking about? That was gameplay. It was an engine. And that, am like, no, those are two different things. Nope. It, it may be an engine. I'm perfectly fine with it being an engine and it's gorgeous but what we mean by seeing gameplay is seeing how it plays yeah. what are the mechanics what is the like what is the perspective that you're looking at how does the camera move what does the ui look like those are all things that are important for gameplay presentation things we didn't see any of that like you can imagine because we've played fable before what it's right. going to look like but this is a reinvention of fable like this is taking a franchise that's never quite hit the mark the way it was supposed to and trying to get it there Part of that I mean, most of that all of that is gameplay, <laughs> like if you can't deliver on gameplay the the funniness, which is funny, the well captured motion capture, which is fantastic, the beautiful visuals, all that stuff doesn't matter if the game isn't fun to play
1: right and and I think that's where I'm glad that you brought that up about people commenting about an engine that's great, right but but we're not here to watch a movie like we're not we're not here to watch we're we're here to physically play a game
0: yes like this is 2023 games look good we just played god of war that was all in game we know it we played it it was fabulous we know you could do that in engine we don't need you to convince us of that at this point we need to show you. you we need you to show us that these games are going to be fun Yes,
1: and 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 any and I'm I'm old and curmudgeon-y, and so are you. But yes. anytime that that I see an hour press conference that was built the way this one is built, the first thing that comes to my mind with each one of these games is, yeah, that's great, but because they did it this way, it tells me that they don't really have anything. And it's going to be a while, so yeah. I'm not going to get really that excited because who knows what it's going to be like in a year.
0: Exactly. You yes. know? This little clip is not representative of what the final game is going to be, no matter what. Like, it could be close, but it's just not what the final game is going to be. They put it together to show off here to kind of give us a sense of the direction and the feel, but not of what the game actually is. And, and that's fine. We're not going to see Fable this year. We're not going to see, I would guess, Fable next year. we we'll are maybe see it in 2025. You know, like this game is still a ways out. Like, they would show us more if it was closer. It's just not there yet. And and,
1: so. and I feel like that because Jeff kind of did this with the opening of Summer Game Pass, he's, he's really good with every trailer that you see about saying, isn't that really awesome? <laughs> yeah. and, and that's not something that you and I do, and it's <laughs> it's why we will never be "quote unquote" successful on this show because we neither one of us have the ability to fake it. Like, yeah. we we just I have no desire at this point, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's why we'll probably never make any money doing this. But I I think, um. They again, I think they did a lot of what they did with this press conference for the indie, for 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 the industry
0: people. Yeah, I think that's fair. One thing I'll mention about Fable, and it's going to be true of most of the games that we talk about, not quite all, but the vast majority, is that it's available day one on Game Pass. And that's a big deal. Like, obviously, Microsoft is, has gone all in on Game Pass, and they're still all in on Game Pass. And so, just about everything we're going to talk about, again, not quite, but just about, is day one on Game Pass.
1: Can we do an over-under real quick on how long we have before the price of Game Pass goes up? <laughs>
0: Good question. Because Um,
1: i I think we're looking at twenty dollars a month, twenty four dollars a month fairly soon. Because pretty like you just said, 85% of what we're about to talk about is gonna be on Game Pass.
0: Yeah. By the end of the year, over under December thirty first, twenty twenty three, game pass is twenty dollars or more a month. Yeah
1: i i would i would say that's probably accurate and yeah. and in my mind like you're paying you're paying for the full boat you're paying fifteen bucks so that you can stream yep i am I'm, I'm paying ten and i haven't played it in a year i'm- <laughs> right. i'm wondering uh like we love the ease of use of game pass and because it's all there we can play it we can talk about it on the show but i'm wondering when that price point is going to get uncomfortable
0: yeah i, I yeah it's it's a good question um uh, it's still got a little bit for me i do get a lot of use out of it uh yeah. i do play a lot of the streaming stuff and i, I download games every once in a while yeah um Starfield may be that thing. It may be that 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 it may be a, a smaller increase, but up to like 1799 for the ultimate when right. Starfield comes out or something like that, because you're gonna get Starfield on it. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a thing. So uh moving on, we saw South of Midnight, which was announced. No clue what it is, but a no. great trailer. The trailer is fantastic. <laughs> you do, this, do you
1: want to talk about why the trailer was so yeah, good? Nobody cares. Yeah, you know cares, exactly why. But, I
0: love this so yeah. much, but I, I geeked out over this while watching the trailer. What am I pet peeves for any kind of media. It's anytime they do anything like related to to music or to audio or whatever, they always fake it, you know, like it's always like, Oh look, he's playing a guitar, which is what we saw in this trailer. And it's like very obvious that the guy's not actually playing a guitar. They went through and meticulously animated this so that the, undead skeleton dude whatever it is playing this guitar like is actually what he's playing and it like zooms in on his hands really close and like they did a killer job with that it just blew my mind just I was I, I will put time into this game again because it'll be a game pass so I don't have to buy it separately but I will put time into this game just because they did that regardless of what else it is it might be 15 minutes because it's game pass and who cares if you only put 15 minutes into it but I'll put time into it because they took that level of detail in that trailer and I just I love it so much
1: it it was so good, yeah. Like I I I just the 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 when let me put things this way. Remember, uh, well, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Um, but let me just say this: uh, we do not feel that way about Nicolas Cage. Uh <laughs> <laughs> like like it's a complete yeah. opposite. Uh, thing. yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but, but yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's fair. But the thing is about South Midnight I have no idea what it is. Yeah. They show no gameplay, like, you get a sense of the world, this like deep south setting, which is cool in and of itself, kind of in the bayou, whatever, like, cool vibe, like. A uh, little bit of fantasy, undead, kind of eerie, macabre is kind of what they're describing it as. But macabre what? We don't know. Like, is, yeah. it, is it a multiplayer game? Is it a, an RPG? Is it an action game? Is it like just no clue? Is it a city builder? Could be a city builder for all we know. We don't know. You know, <laughs> like, it's just like, right. we got to see something about what your game is. So it looks great in the trailer, except for we don't even know that it's a game. It, it could be a trailer for a movie. It would have done the same thing like you were talking about a little while ago. Yeah. So. Uh, We got a teaser of Star Wars Outlaws, which let me preface really quick that we also didn't see the gameplay for, but they did show gameplay for today at the Ubisoft conference, which neither one of us has watched. So take what we're saying with that grain of salt that we just haven't seen the gameplay that they've shown off. But it's a new Star Wars looks like Rogue One kind of era I don't know when this takes place, but that's kind of what it feels like and just its vibe where you're playing as a smuggler and so you're not playing as a Jedi and so it's different from like uh, uh, Fallen Order and and Jedi Survivor like it's not that vibe because you're not a Jedi. You're a female smuggler in in the Star Wars world and it again, didn't show us any gameplay with the caveat that we know there's gameplay out there that we can go find now, but looks good-ish like Star Wars stuff, like it, it, for Star Wars games Like it could be decent it, it could
1: be but the thing is Now that we've had You know three decent Star Wars games The bar is rising Right yes so yeah. So they're gonna have to They're gonna have to be careful about that Because the bar is Going up
0: Yeah yeah Uh. It. It's a A Unfair mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I don't want to say unfair because it's great, but what uh, Jedi the Jedi series uh, so far has done has really raised the bar on kind of the expectations of what a a uh, a Star Wars ca- game can be. And now it's like if it's not Respawn, I'm a little skeptical that's going to be good. You know, like right. Respawn <laughs> has proven that they can do a good Star Wars game. Everybody else still needs to kind of prove that they can do a good Star Wars game as well. Yep. Then we saw um, 33 Immortals, which is, uh, looks a lot like Hades, but multiplayer. Like you can have up to 33 co op, which is kind of wild. Uh, I don't know that it's going to be cool, but again, it's on Game Pass. And so, like, it, to me, like, it's it's Hades because that's how I played Hades was on Game Pass and then Vampire Survivors which is another game I spent a lot of time on neither one of those games Hades maybe a little bit more so because I like super giant games the Vampire Survivor for sure I would never given a shot to if it wasn't on Game Pass but I ended up really enjoying it and this is another one of those games it may be something that I pull up on Game Pass and go "Mm, nope not for me but it may be awesome and because it's on Game Pass we get that chance which is super cool
1: So I wonder. From a cash perspective a smaller game like that and I know it's not technically small by small I mean it's not Halo right right so so games like that that end up on game pass I wonder how those devs make money. I realize Microsoft is paying for the game but like they're not getting sales because. Everybody's playing it on Game Pass, yeah. And, and and I wonder for a game like that how it works because you're right, it looks kind of cool, but because it's on Game Pass, you can play 15 minutes of it and go, eh, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, obviously, Microsoft pays some licensing for that uh purpose, it's just I don't know how much that is, whether or not it, it's better or worse for the developers. I'm sure for some developers, it's way better than they would make just off of pure sales for right. some developers. It probably doesn't work out as well. I will note that this isn't exclusive. And so this will be on other platforms as well. And so yeah. like it's, I just looked this on Epic Game Story and go preload it there or whatever. And so they will have other revenue uh, 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 sources with this title, but it is a good question. And, uh, and I would love to hear from a more kind of indie developer that has a game on Game Pass whether or not they feel like that's a good outlet for them. Because obviously, it massively increases their reach. But does that return the investment, you know, the cost of not having those individual sales? To me... That's probably a hard thing to quantify.
1: To me, it, it feels like having a book on Amazon. Like, I've got a book on Amazon, and I was having a discussion with a lady this afternoon that said that we were talking about having books on Amazon, and And she said that she's been paying attention to some people that say you've got to have like 20 books on Amazon about varying things before you can really make a steady revenue stream and have, you know, passive income. Uh, And I'm kind of wondering if it's like that for some of these Mm -hmm. developers. Yeah. Um, Because. I've got my one book on Amazon, and I gotta tell y'all, I love y'all, but I don't make crap.
0: (laughs) So, which is uh, you know, I mean, that's you know, a a part of the process. Um, But it, it, yeah. If anybody knows that, like, if there is a profile, an article somewhere out there, like to this end, let us know. I I would be really interested. I really haven't seen that, but I'm sure it exists. And so, yeah, would be would be really interested. Uh, We saw Payday Three, uh, which is Payday, uh co-op heist thing, uh which seems like a game that you and I could enjoy. Yes, I We've think never really played. That's a together game for yes, us. Yes, it very much is. Like
1: that's does it, have Couch Co-op. I don't know if I, I don't know if it co-op. does, but if it doesn't, it needs it. Like yes. I, I would play that online with you if Couch Co-op is not available. But yeah. like that's one of those games that I'm I'm not gonna play unless we're playing it. To get it, like, unless you're involved in it with me, I'm I'm not yeah, playing that.
0: That's the same way. I'm not, yeah. not really interested in playing that alone. So, uh, next up we got uh, Persona, which I'll mention. We just got a bunch of Persona randomly in this direct, uh, and so Persona Three Reload, which is an actual remake of Persona Three. Pretty cool looking. It's it's very much like upgraded to more the style of Persona Five, and and if that's your style thing. That it looks cool. uh It's still weird mm-hmm. to me. Like I've played a chunk of Persona Five, and, and the visual style is definitely, for me, something I've had to like get used to. But I, it's not awful. I got to pat
1: myself on the back because I actually got some gamer cred yesterday because I knew <laughs> that that's what it was before the title came up, and and I. I have not played one of those games. So for once in my life, I got a little gamer cred because I knew what it was.
0: Yeah, for so. sure. I'll mention here because we're just on it. Uh, Atlas also announced uh, a new Persona 5 tactics game, like right. old school RPG tactics game, like we grew up with, which is kind of cool. And then they have a new IP that's coming out. I don't recall the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but we'll get to it here in a little bit. Um, but a lot of atlas in this uh, for whatever reason which fine and, and it, they, they have huge fan bases big games and so good yep. for them uh, Obsidian showed off more of Avowed we'd seen it a couple years ago but haven't seen a lot of it since then and so we know what Obsidian does it feels like Obsidian Skyrim in a lot of ways like it looks very reminiscent of, of Skyrim which isn't the worst thing in the world like having Obsidian do a Skyrim-ish title or you know like I can get into it
1: I'm going to say the same thing I said last year uh, when we were talking about obsidian games, somebody just needs to give those people a boatload of money and just let them go. Like they're, they're, they're that good. Like they're, they they do not have a single game that I don't look at and go, yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. not everyone's, perfect but they're all good yeah like they just they're, they're pretty consistently solid And i bet avowed will be that way too it looks like a pretty good um uh uh okay uh, so we'll see uh then we got uh sea of thieves man nah. <laughs> they have a monkey island tie-in which is great uh microsoft flight simulator very pretty they have some kind of little campaign-ish things it looks like which maybe makes it a little bit more interesting and then they also have a dune expansion which is kind of weird cool. yeah it's weird weird, weird because, is a good way to put be, it
1: because dune only really has one flying vehicle in the entire game. like there's one there's an omnicopter <laughs> that's it
0: yeah right so but you'll get to fly around in uh in microsoft yeah, Flight simulator but, i mean
1: <laughs> okay yeah I, I mean like it's it's almost like the the director noon said we need some money so yeah we're, we're going to put this in micro- microsoft flight sim and maybe I'll get to make the second part of this and
0: yeah you know <laughs> yes very much so uh saw uh, a new uh, bit of of Senua's saga hellblade 2 which very pretty no gameplay just ah <laughs> okay,
1: can, can, but, but I kind of give that a pass because, much like the guitar playing Skeleton, yeah, I was totally captivated by the positional audio. Yes. Like, just, just put yes. on a pair of headphones and listen to this trailer. Close your eyes, don't watch it. <laughs> listen to this ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And, and the first Hellblade was phenomenal audio. And just, a, you know, overall great game. Uh, and this is likely going to be, too. The other reason I give it a pass is because we know what it is, because there's a game already out. Right. So we kind of know what it's going to be. And so we don't have to see gameplay the same way with it mm-hmm. as we do for South of Midnight, which we don't know what it is. At least this, we know what it is. Absolutely. Speaking of... Sorry, what was that?
1: I just said absolutely, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Speaking of very similar thing, we know what it is fantasy the gameplay uh like a dragon infinite wealth which was just a naked dude on my screen for a <laughs> long time <laughs> and really for a very long time i'll mention you here we we paused our our uh live uh, uh reaction uh in this moment for like 45 minutes and i just paused with like bare butt dude on my <laughs> screen for, which i'm glad little girl didn't wander in during that right which is like buck naked dude just right there i'm just like Come on. Like, <laughs> We're gonna like, minimize
1: this window. You, you gotta be careful because you could very easily get me fired. I mean, one, <laughs> one of these days, the sexy kick is gonna walk walk in and go, okay, that's it.
0: Yep. You're done. Like, and, and and that might have done it.
1: Yeah. So, uh um,
0: which again, we know what the, the Yakuza franchise is what like a dragon is. I mean, we say that generally speaking i don't know i haven't ever played any of these games nope. i don't know that you've ever played nope. any of these games and so we know what they are at least in theory It's another one uh with him being naked on the beach so you know whatever you uh,
1: know you just said that's exactly what that trailer was missing was dj Cowan <laughs> going and another one
0: yes <laughs> uh i'm gonna skip over a handful of games here again lots of interesting uh uh announcements i'll I'll pull out a few here there's one called uh i'm gonna guess that's how you pronounce it but i don't know for sure it's don't nod uh which we like don't nod as a developer and it's like a a climbing platform explorer thing i don't know what you're actually trying to accomplish but we did see kind of a semblance of what you're going to do in this game which is basically a climbing simulator. It reminded me of Firewatch, kind of, in that it doesn't look like there's, like, really any action to it other than you're just climbing everywhere, uh, which I, I love that aspect of Zelda. There's very pretty vistas in this game. I, I could get into it.
1: Yes, absolutely. It, here, here's my thing with, uh, with calling it kind of a firewatch kind of a thing. If you're going to do that, the story's got to be pretty good. Yes. Because, like, you know, everybody calls uh, Firewatch a walking simulator, and it is, but the reason you are okay to walk for six hours is because the the characters and the story involved is compelling enough to keep you walking for like I would play another firewatch. Yes, I, I would.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I, I keep waiting for them to do another one. Yeah. I loved it. I, and it's been so long since I played it that I think I'd really enjoy it. If I went back and played it again, because I've forgotten enough about it, that it would be, like somewhat new you know like i right. remember broad strokes but i don't remember all of the little details of it and i think i would enjoy a replay not that i have any time to replay any game ever uh we've got to get through zelda and we've got to play diablo yeah. i don't even know if we're gonna get those two done before starfield gets here if <laughs> we've got a do final Dude, fantasy we got no chance or whatever
1: no chance like look here's, here's the thing i'm gonna do the jamie jordan thing and and just say that 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 I've got enough of a rig right now to play the album for. I'm gonna need a little help with some Starfield. And so if you're not uh, in Patreon right now, we need your money. So there's Tommy, uh, because (laughs) Starfield's coming and and we're we're gonna need a little help, Uh, whether that's an Xbox One X or a a new rig. So yeah. that's the thing about this that I will say is that that um, the you just said that you you're going to skip over quite a few things here, and the reason you're skipping over is because it's all good stuff, but it's not real notable. Yeah. the the one thing that I will say about Microsoft is they had like three notable things where you go,
0: ooh, yeah, and and that was enough to carry it, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. And and that's that's fine. There's nothing wrong uh, with that. And and again, I don't think this was an awful presentation. I just really missed the gameplay element. That's what to me, you know, like the gameplay and the fact that almost everything is so far out. Like it just, is hard to get excited. Now we got tons of gameplay of a game that comes out in three months. And so again, take it all with it, a grain of salt. Oh, uh, we okay. keep...
1: oh, back up. Back up. Allegedly comes fair. out in three months.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's fair. We we could set that aside for now, uh, theoretically. But still, that's coming. I would guess this year we're going to get Starfield this year. Uh, but please get that game right. Don't release it super buggy. Um, please, uh, Todd is already saying that it's going to be the least buggy game Bethesda's ever launched. I'm like, don't say stuff like that. Dude, what, are doing? Yourself, yeah. what are you <laughs> just teasing yourself, man? You can't say, that! No, no. But, but get it right, Bethesda, Microsoft. Get it right. Like, don't put that game out until it's right. So, um. Let me see. Uh, We did get Keanu uh, showed up uh, to uh, tease uh, the Cyberpunk um, uh, expansion, uh, Phantom Liberty, which looks super cool. Cyberpunk, again, turned out to be a pretty decent game after all the mess of it. Speaking of games that launched too soon and needed to be fixed and all that kind of stuff. Don't be Cyberpunk, Starfield. Learn from Cyberpunk, and hopefully they have. Uh, But uh, Cyberpunk at this point, pretty decent game. Expansion for Cyberpunk with Idris Elba, pretty cool. Keanu and Idris Elba at the same game pretty cool.
1: It, it is pretty cool and, and I have to I have to give them credit because at this point if I was Keanu reeves I'd be going why am I doing this? Right. I mean for crying out loud I'm John Wick. But yeah. but but he seems and he may be the fakest person in the world, but why we dig him I think is because he seems <laughs> Genuinely happy to be there, yes, and to be who he is and that makes a big difference when you're talking about a game and and I wish Phil and some of the other people would would take some cues from him because it, the way that he speaks is is very weird. he's not a presenter he's he's not that guy, he's not polished. Yeah, and, and and all of that is fine because you know that he's there because he loves the games.
0: Yes, which I've, I feel that way about Phil too. But feel Phil, Phil on things like this. Phil Spencer uh, just comes across stiff. Listen to him in an interview. Listen to him on a podcast. Listen to him anywhere else, and he's totally captivating. Just in these situations, he comes across like trying to be like cool gamer dude slash like. Uh, uh, CEO. You know, <laughs> like right. he's trying to like he's wearing his Hexen shirt and trying to be like the business guy, and it's just like pick a lane. You know, like you just you're not quite landing there at this. Well,
1: point Well, and and my thing is is like, bro, Hexen wasn't that good. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like Hexen really was not
1: that good.
0: There are, like, there are better games. Like, like I. I I would give you some
1: serious props if you weren't wearing a Duke Nukem 3D t-shirt. Yes. You know, something <laughs> like that, but he was, he's rocking a Hexen t-shirt.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> <laughs> which is, you know, it's just a little bit odd to nose. So anyway, two other really quick announcements I'll mention here are a new game uh that's called Clockwork Revolution, uh, which has both very Dishonored and Bioshock vibes to it. Yep. Steampunk, time manipulation thing. Again, no gameplay here. Really compelling. Yeah. It's something I'm interested to see what it is and and what they do with it.
1: I I really wonder if they they did because that's one of those that I wanted to see gameplay of. Like that's one of those that I feel like you have to have gameplay of. And and there wasn't, and I'm starting to wonder the more that I think about it if they are afraid to show what they've got because they're competing with stuff like Starfield. Like right. I, I wonder that's, that's if, fair. if that has something to do with it because I, I spent 20 minutes ranting about the fact yesterday of not knowing whether or not starfield was realistically going to run on current hardware yes i know that's insane but that's how good it looks and i don't buy it right so 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 until i see it i'm not gonna buy it so i'm wondering if some of the reason that there was no gameplay is because they know
0: these games can't do that you know
1: like like
0: I I think that's an interesting point that that they knew they were going to have this big Starfield experience at the end of this. And so they were kind of like, we don't want to steal the thunder of what Starfield is doing by showing you a lot of details about these other games, because we're about to show you a lot of details from this one game that actually, theoretically comes out soon that we want people really hyped about. I, and, I think there's some some validity to that.
1: And, you know, they said it twice that it's the most
0: important RPG ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, One last thing here. Uh, Microsoft did announce a new uh, SKU of the Xbox Series S. It is the Carbon Black Series S, which will come with a terabyte hard drive over its 512 uh, current solid state drive. And so, uh, cool terabyte solid state in uh, a series S. Great, three hundred and fifty bucks, and that's fine.
1: Just to be clear, we still love black, correct? Like we do. I,
0: I, Although I've got well, I've got my white PlayStation Five, which is is perfectly nice, but you can't see it in my house. It's hidden yeah. away, and so yeah. <laughs> I have run it all the time. But it's you can't see it, so I would prefer a black console over a white console. Any yes. day, and so uh, no problem with it being black. So. Then we get into Starfield, and so we've got about 15 minutes left. Uh, we'll we'll talk some Starfield. We're gonna get much more Starfield in this game again, theoretically, not that far out. But they really did do a good job of of taking a deep dive and looking at a lot of the details of this game, which is something that we've been wanting for a while. And they've done some. They've been kind of uh, running the hype train on on Starfield uh, for a while, uh, but I think they they've struck a good balance mm-hmm. of like making it kind of practical, and so. I'll uh, just really briefly some of the things and you can go watch it. Uh, you know, most of this stuff is, is interesting and also not that captivating to talk about on a podcast. They talked about character creation. They talked about ship customization. They talked about uh, how you travel the, the, the galaxy, the solar systems, all this stuff, how you get from point to point finding planets, thousands of them, whatever it is, and, and scanning wildlife and, and cities and piracy and, and uh, combat and spaceships and, customize your own robot, which was a pretty cool thing. Like they just talked about a whole bunch of stuff, customizing weapons. Like there's just a bunch of of details in there that were all really good and and all are compelling with, you know, the overlay of a Bethesda RPG on top of all of that stuff to make a what will hopefully be a good and captivating uh, game. Um, and so that's what you get if you go watch it. And again, I encourage you to, especially if you're excited about this game because you'll get a lot of information about it. Uh, what what we'll likely more talk about is just kind of our takeaways from all of that stuff and where we're kind of at i our field.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to go a little broad because we watched this thing and it was like, I don't know, 40 minutes long. Yeah. And, and granted, your daughter was around for 20
0: yes so she was I, here for a good bit of starfield we're, we're,
1: we're trying to entertain <laughs> she her she is also
0: excited about it
1: we're we're yeah she was she was like who do i get a gun can we use a right. gun like, she's very Ooh. into the gun yeah she she enjoyed the guns and we're, we're probably gonna get the worst parents ever seal approval uh yes. but but it is what it is i i I have to ask after watching that, and I should have paid more attention, but honestly, I was paying attention to your daughter. Um <laughs> how how do you feel
0: after I, I, after seeing it? How do I feel about Starfield after seeing that? Yes. I I feel I think I, I would say I feel slightly better. Not a because lot better, because I've just seen it you know like just the fact that like i've i've now kind of seen the things in action that we pretty well assumed were going to be there especially the kind of Bethesda style of of game making that i really enjoy we we love fallout we love skyrim we love elder scrolls we you know oblivion and marrowind and on and on we could go on and on uh Seeing that kind of finally in a a kind of materialized way, which I don't feel like we had really seen up until this point, they had shown us kind of bits and pieces of the scope of the world and like the spaceship customization we knew about before, and they had shown us combat, you know, like within the past year, and we were both kind of like, eh, and now it looks a little bit better, but it looks finally a lot get, better, yeah, that uh-huh. that was one of the big improvements, which is encouraging for sure. But for me, the biggest thing is just seeing the the Bethesda. Uh, DNA coming through in it finally going, okay, you know, like, this isn't No Man's Sky, you know, which right. for a while, it very much felt like Bethesda making No Man's Sky, and now it feels like Bethesda making No Man's Sky with all of Bethesda's stuff on top of it, which makes it great. So, so I feel a little bit better.
1: So, can I, can I ask you your thoughts on do you care about the story because everything you said is true we love skyrim we love uh fallout we love all that and part of the reason that we love them is because they have great stories the thing i can say about this i have no idea what the story is
0: yes no i mean we get a little bit. I mean, we know a little bit of like the, your, you know, this this person that's in, in joining this galactic exploration group that's financed by this rich guy. We found that out. Like, you know, like we got some details about that, and and that the game one of the things I'm really excited about. Like, this is honestly because we're playing Zelda right now, and it's one of my favorite things about Zelda is the exploration aspect of it. Like yeah. the fact that this game is going to so heavily lean on that kind of exploration and go and find it thing. I think Zelda's actually a good comp now that I'm thinking kind of through this a little bit more because Zelda, I don't care about the main storyline all that much, right? We know what it is. We've talked about that before. And and this is probably going to be like, we're probably going to figure out kind of what the main story quest is pretty quickly. But what I care about, and this is true for for uh, Bethesda games, definitely, for Bethesda RPG specifically, let's mention Fallout and, and, and Elder Scrolls games, those games aren't great because of their main storyline, right? Right. Those games are great because of the world and the little storylines that exist in it. You know, like, side quest doesn't even seem like the right word anymore. Like, I don't like the term side quest because it's just inhabiting this world. Right. And that's what it looks like that Starfield is going to have. Whatever the kind of overarching quest line is, like, eventually you're going to go, okay, I need to finish this up. But it's going to be all of those little uh, planet systems that you visit and find, like, oh, this is a fascinating little, like, corner of the universe where, like, these weird aliens and these right. group of people have this little, like, battle going on and you've got to get involved or whatever. Those are the things that it looks like, again, until we get it, we don't know, but it looks like are going to be there and be compelling. And if it does that stuff well, I kind of don't care what the main storyline is. Fallout 4 is a great example. The main storyline in Fallout 4 is, yeah, it's okay. But the game itself is great because the world is great and all the little elements of it are great.
1: Right. And and I will totally grant you that because I'm totally lost in fall up for uh because I'm just wandering around doing random stuff, you know, and, yeah. and and you're totally right. The the story does not matter, not even a little bit. So Hundred percent, I agree on that.
0: It is, it is narrative is important, but it's not main story that's important. Now, like that's the that's the difference.
1: Let me let me ask you this: We feel that way about Bethesda games. Do you think you're going to feel that way about something like Diablo Four? Did you feel that way about World of Warcraft? Because I heard something crazy that Diablo Four has something nutty like 120 dungeons, which
0: <laughs> right. I care zero about the story in Diablo Four. Yeah, like, just to be real honest with you, yep. I don't care. We know what it smidge. is. Yeah, and, like and so like, I'm excited about the cutscenes because the cutscenes in Diablo are always fun. I don't really care what it's telling me though. Like I couldn't, I couldn't recap the story of Diablo Two for you, really. No. I played that game a ton. I just I don't know
1: the 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 demons. Diablo's coming back. That's what that's what the story is. He's coming right? back. Like, yeah. That's it. That's why the game is called Diablo. And, World's and, gonna
0: end unless we save it, and so we are done. And, and let's I, go kill demons.
1: I heard I heard today that there was like 120 dungeons, and I freaked out because it's like it's like playing shrine Zelda. So yes. Like,
0: yes. That's nuts, and, and, and that's the thing. That's a good uh, comparison there because, like, that's what makes Diablo so great is finding all those little dungeons and exploring them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I'm gonna like follow along like half-heartedly with like you know dialogue and that kind of stuff, but I just don't really care. But Starfield's gonna be the opposite in that way, right? Like we're gonna right. hang on to what each of these characters is doing because that's gonna be interesting. You're gonna have companions, there's gonna be romance options and all that again. It's the Bethesda thing, like it's gonna have that thing to it. It's gonna have all of those little box you check. It has base building. So going back to kind of Fallout Four, it showed base building and build outposts on different planets and all that kind of stuff. Which you know, some of that stuff we'll never do. We'll probably won't build I, very many bases. I but have like it has it. I have
1: showed you how masterful I am at building bases in Fallout Four. You've seen that. <laughs> yes. It's uh, it's not a skill that I have. Yeah. Uh, it's just not.
0: Yes. Uh, so all that said, uh, kind of same question to you. Uh, what are you feeling on Starfield after seeing all of that?
1: I mean, my brain is going. Can they pull this off? Mm. Right, like, like I, I, you know, I complained. I wondered about the visuals for twenty minutes yesterday. What can run this? And 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 I think that that is part of the rest of my brain going can they pull this off or is yeah. it going to be like Cyberpunk right like like I don't know why I, I feel because they have pulled this off like 15 years ago or whatever when Fallout 3 came out like Fallout 3 was what Starfield is okay and they pulled it off right so I don't know why my brain is is stuck on the fact of, can they pull this off? Because they've done it,
0: right? Yeah. I, yeah.
1: And, and, but that's my overall arching thought every time I see it is, can they pull this off or is it going to be like cyberpunk? Yeah. And, and I feel, I'm like you, I feel a little better. I'm still not, They like I'm not geeked.
0: But I feel a
1: little better.
0: yeah I think I think how badly we got burned by cyberpunk has really like put up our guard on something because cyberpunk was supposed to be that thing right it was going to be the the game that changes gaming the rpg that changed the most R- important rpg ever created <laughs> which is how they preface starfield which is just the worst idea possible don't do, do that, do that. <laughs> just awful uh like when you're prefacing it with the most important rpg ever like no uh we, we've got problems if we continue our expectations which both you and i are working really really hard to do we have a lot less chance of being disappointed if it comes broken and we have a better chance of being geeked if it's really good
1: we're 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 um we're working really hard because not only are we bethesda geeks but we're space geeks yes like i love space i i love star trek i love star wars i love all of it give me all of it and yes. so like i i'm i'm a space geek and 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 much like a star wars video game it would be really easy to really screw this up yes right and and i just so i do i have this fear like i i just don't know and and i won't I won't know until I see it. Now, that said, and you hinted at earlier, we have been looking for three years for a reason to buy a Series X. This is the reason to buy a Series X. Yeah. This is why we haven't bought a Series S, because we needed a reason to buy an x this is it
0: yeah yeah i i I think that's right and and We'll see, because that's the kind of the big question now is like, what it, what is the platforming of this look like when it comes out? Like, where is it available on the cloud? Where is it available for download? Where is it available? You know, obviously on console is going to be just on, on Xbox. Um, but that's you know, like we got to figure it out because we don't have rigs that can run it right now. Uh, and this game's coming soon. And so and, we got to figure it out.
1: And, and it's going to be interesting to me because I, I don't think even though I have a controller, I don't think this is going to be something that I can easily play on controller. Yeah. Uh, so regardless of whether we buy an X, I think I'm going to have to do a rig just yeah. to run Starfield because I I can't see myself physically being able to get around this yeah. with a controller. I, I, well, like we had this discussion about Diablo. How do you feel in regards to that? about Starfield.
0: I, I mean I feel better about Starfield as a controller game, but personally, because like I've I've played Your hands work. Fallout. That's, right. That's, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a different thing, right? Like that's a different but I've I've only ever played Skyrim on PC. I've never ever played Skyrim on a console. And so like there's you know like, I've never played Skyrim with a console. I've only played Fallout 4 with a controller. I played Fallout 3 on PC, and so I only played that with mouse and keyboard. So I could say I know how a Bethesda game feels with a controller, and it's fine. Uh, Fallout 4, I loved. It was a great game. And then I played it all on PlayStation 4. And so uh, I don't really have a huge problem with that. There are some things specifically with kind of like the base building and that kind of stuff where I could see how mouse and keyboard would be much preferable. But it's not a thing that I'm probably going to get into. And something like combat, like I honestly think about how the combat in this game is going to work, sans Vats, because if it had Vats, it'd be a different thing. I, I, there's nothing Vats-ish here. Then controller looks great for combat.
1: Here, here's the here's the deal with combat. They're either going to have, to, and they say they will, and I'll be interested if they if they stick to it. They're going to have to give me the ability to either sneak around or talk my way out of stuff yeah. because if it comes to combat i'm done and if 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 this turns into a space first person shooter the first thing i'm gonna do is go out and install a bad spot like that right. that's horrible <laughs> but that's the only shot that's fair god
0: yeah um I I am really curious too, because it's become such a big deal in the industry to see what kind of accessibility stuff that they put into this. Um, Like it's become such a focus in, in just the past couple of years. It it really Uh, will be interesting to see what they do.
1: Really interesting because even Diablo four, like I, I, I I have not even seen it in person on my own. Like I've seen it remotely on my computer at, (laughs) at my other house, but it's got a ton. Of accessibility options and and uh, for color blindness for audio yeah. deficiency, like there's a ton of stuff.
0: Yes, and, and can and we can we just take a second, really quick? We need to wrap, but just a, a really quick second to say what a great like uh, evolution in the gaming world that that's becoming an expectation and the norm at this point, as opposed to something that you see every once in a while. That's just a good thing.
1: Can I say that's why we started this show? Yeah. Like, like that, that, that's why we started this show. I'm like, I've been sitting here screaming at the top of my lungs for 18 years because I needed accessibility and it's finally coming. It's not where I need it to be, but because let let me be honest with you and then we'll wrap. I would love to be able to play Starfield without mods. I, I I would love to be able to play Star. I think that's why I'm so geeked about the album four because I know for the album four oh, all I need a freaking mouse. I can do that. I don't need no freaking mods. I, yeah. I I think I would be a lot more geeked about yeah. Starfield if I knew mods. I it, it, it I could handle it. You know. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, I I think that's. Totally fair, and and I, I mean that's one of the reasons we love the mod community too. Uh, and yep, hopefully the combination of all that stuff makes it practical and playable. And, and we're going to be talking about it a ton. Uh, like it's not going anywhere. Uh, it may be here in three months. We'll see. Uh, again, the skepticism on that date is fair, but we're already a you know almost a year past its original release date, so yeah, we're, we've been delayed. Uh, we'll if, see
1: if somebody wants to make to make a bet with us on that, we will take your money. <laughs> Yeah. We will take your money yes. uh,
0: But but when it gets here It's going to own us uh, Which is exciting
1: So boys and girls We have a lot of content coming your way And, and we are not joking A lot of content coming your way Because it's the only way we're going to watch it all Um, And so I'm really excited to say that Because as he said at the beginning of the show This is going to go for a while. So uh, one thing I would say before we wrap this up, uh, if you are watching me or listening to these shows and you like what you hear, let us know. Write a review. uh, Star like, Whatever it is that people do these days. <laughs> right. We don't like even all, know. All that, all that crap that people say <laughs> on YouTube videos. Yeah. Whatever that is, do that. <laughs> um, because we're, we're, we're really having fun here. And we hope you are too. For sure. And, and uh, there's going to be a lot more. And we, we, uh, we I'm so excited because I, I know it's like week one of the next three months. Which is fabulous, so stick with us, because we're going to be here a while. Other than that, is there anything else, sir?
0: I think we're good.
1: I'm Jamie, that's Tommy, this has been Idiots Explaining Entertainment, and it's only available on com. and we are out. Brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored.